Um, okay, man. So you went over this show layout with him, with Billy. Yeah. You want to do the intro? Just because like, people that I don't know, I always get nervous. I'm going to f*** up. And then I already told him I was going to do the intro. Sick. Um, I got the intro written. We got the death of the week. Dude, we're really just waiting for f***ing Drew to get a little spicy. Okay. Oh, I love this song, <laughs> not, dude. Not what I want. We were going round two with Whiskey Me Away. All right, and a one, and a two. Tighten up. Welcome to yet another Bind, Torture, and Spill the Beans While Being Berated by Billy Goats on Bath Salts. Uncle Gary went to prison last week and we still haven't heard from him. Episode of the Days Grim. My name is Brian Michael Day. My name is Thomas Grimm. And I'm Drew Head. Look how tight and good, dude. That was money. Drew, excellent. Good to see you, by the way. Yeah. It's been a rough couple weeks without you. Yeah, Pablo, you. Pablo struggled last week. Yeah, um, dude. He's shit on the mixer, by the way. He's trash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't think of anything funny it's okay. to say. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Not fact, on my game. Yeah, dude, you need to tighten up. It's been a couple weeks, so tighten up. Um, it's been a fun couple weeks. Uh, shout out to last week, uh, Nick Martin from Purple Moose Power Wash, LLC, yeah. I think. Uh, I lose track. We record in advance. It's technically the first day of October. I'm going to do Sober October this year, by the way. I'm only drinking today because it was the Dolphins game. Okay. So we're technically recording on October 1st. I'm doing Sober October. And we're going to celebrate with our guest today, whom you're about to intro, with a shot of moonshine. But before we get there, Thomas, hit him with that intro. Joining us this week in the Days Grim studio is Billy from BTK Photography. How are you? Ow! Good, good. How's it going? What's up, sir? Not too much. Uh, you want to do a shot real quick? Let's break this yeah, in, Yeah, let's dude. do this. Let's christen... We'll Our it. interview. Uh, cheers to the Dolphins getting their ass beat. You're in there, Drew. Gotta want it. <sighs> cheers, everybody. Oh, hello there. Mm. Muy delicioso. That's what they say in Mexico. That could probably dude. get you in trouble. Yeah, that's a... That's like water. Yeah, that's a dark alley and $20 that you're never going to see again. Something oh, like that. Whew. So, so Billy. Billy. Hello, how are you? All right, yourself? Mediocre, man. Good, Mediocre. Good, good. You know, do you, ever, do you watch football? Mm-mm. Good. Uh, Thomas, I'll lean on you now. <laughs> you were going to ask a question. I'm just like well, heartbroken uh, just, today. <laughs> uh, give our listeners like a brief elevator yeah, pitch who are like you? who you are and what you do. I'm just, uh, my name's Billy Robertson. Uh, I go by BTK. I'm a photographer, street photographer, pretty much any type of photographer. I go anywhere, travel. I tend to stay away from uh, weddings and stuff like that. Uh, but good, wise choice. Anything else? I'm there. <laughs> Wise choice, man. Whether it's street art, people, it doesn't matter. But I feel like for people that don't know BTK photography, you almost have like this like journalistic side to it, whereas like like other photographers, where like it's just just photos. Where I feel like with you, like you're trying to get a deeper message or something. Yeah, I like to go places where a lot of people don't go uh, and show them, because really, what you see on TV is only one side, and that's what they want to show you. Right. There's always two sides to each story, 
That so explain sense. a couple of spots you've been to where like you shouldn't go. You know what I mean? Or like not that you shouldn't go, but places you've gone where maybe other people, other photographers aren't going. Uh, Tell them about your one, the photo a year thing that you do that's special. Which one? The a jail cell a year. Oh yeah, I do one uh, abandoned prison per year. Um, this last one was Missouri State Penitentiary. Uh, before that, it was Brushy Mountain. Shawshank Redemption, where that was filmed, which is Ohio State Reformatory. And so I hit like one what, a year. What's that like walking into those abandoned prisons? It's got to be kind of spooky. Yeah. Yeah. A little spook. Kind of little... cool. We usually go when it's cooler. And yeah. You know, it's. Uh, Have you done one this year? Uh, no. You... No. Okay. I thought I My missed. My last one was Missouri. Are you planning one for this year? You got a few months Yeah. Left. We're wanting to kind of go to West Virginia. There's oh, a big shit. one down there. You're going to the hills? And, uh, yeah going to the hills dude yeah and it it looks pretty nice it looks huge so we're waiting to see they have more prisons uh than teeth in that state just a really? fun fact for everybody yeah no i'm joking but uh, uh <laughs> i was like maybe more I, than I one mean, have you ever seen like uh what's that one movie where uh uh they're like on canoes and they get like shipwrecked and then they like squeal like a pig boy what's that deliverance you ever seen deliverance mm. really is it a West prison Virginia? movie? No, no, no. It's a canoeing movie with Burt Reynolds in it from way back when. It's like old 60s film, but oh, okay. it's dark. It's dark. Really? It takes place in West Virginia. It's, it's like Hills Have Eyes, but like in the east. It's fucking Oh, spooky. a little bit different. Spooky. Uh, <laughs> I, I highly suggest Deliverance. Um, check it out. No, man. So so you're shooting for the hills for, for this uh, this year's prison, man. That's cool, man. And I bet it is kind of spooky when you get in there. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever accidentally captured like any orbs or anything in some of the Got photos? any ghosts? No, man. I've only had that type thing happen once in my whole career doing photography. On film, though? You caught it? Uh, yeah. And I've never posted it because anybody can do editing and blah 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 but it's only happened one time yeah and come to find out it was a granary place in henderson kentucky mm -hmm. where somebody actually had passed i guess it blew up sometime that was before i moved out here but it just looks like somebody waving damn that's wild really weird yeah so it wasn't like just a dot on your no, film it or something no, it, was it, a, it looks like a legit a full not, person not perfect but i mean you look at it and some good old farm boy stuck yeah. in the grain somewhere. But as much know. as I go in these places, you think if I'm not saying it's not real, but you'd think you'd right. see more of it. But yeah, only one time yeah, have I, I seen. I mean, this this bitch looks haunted right here. Oh god, yeah, that's so, horrifying. Um, I actually that that's the last one um, we did some months back last year. The end of last year, I think it was. But that's Missouri State Prison. There that. <sighs> That's the first one that I went in a gas chamber. There's a gas chamber there as well. That was a little bit different. Oh, you dude. Know. Shout out to the... F yeah. I was in, let's yeah, just leave that alone. Shout out to the fucking <laughs> Germans. I was going to go there. Man, and it's old, man. Old brick building. It's. I mean, you walk up and... Really? Yeah, God, there's that's a cross. Did you, and you went in the gas chamber. Oh, yeah. We all went in there, and we just sat in the that's chairs. Deep. That's deep. Yeah. That's, that's deep. Yeah. You're sitting where someone expired. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple and then persons. you got outside the glass window where the people just sit there and watch. A little spectator know. room. Yeah, exactly. Sick, dude. Yeah. How fucked is that? that yeah. like, they used we, to have like, crowds for executions. <laughs> yeah. I think we're still doing it, or at least in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they don't gonna, give a fuck down yeah, there. Yeah, they're not going to change. Mad respect to Texas, dude. I love you guys. Right. Uh, 
Just as long as the people that are getting executed yeah, really so, did it. Yeah, so long as it's right. not like 70-30, you know. Because you know there's an apportion that, yeah, eh, Yeah, they fall on that 10%. 30 years later, do, do you get did. to Do you get to learn much when you go to these prisons? Like, why did Missouri State Prison shut down? Do you get like a guide or something that kind of so, shows? Sometimes, this last time up in Missouri, man, they, they were amazing. Uh, these ladies who run it, I mean, I talked to them. Each of them, probably at least once a week, you know, through messaging or whatever, they're actually uh, gonna put a big canvas up of a picture I uh, did no way. in there. Yeah, sick. I already have the canvas made. I just have to take it back up there to them. But they're gonna put it in that hall that you just had pulled up. It's almost up. cheaper to drive it out there than it is to ship it. Yeah, and man, hanging out with them, they're really good people. But I, I did uh, a picture for White Boy Rick. If you guys know who White Boy Rick is, Mm-mm. I'm assuming uh, Caucasian. I, I don't know him, but I'm just if I had to guess. Yeah, he's probably he he just got out of prison. I'd say in April. Of Two years ago. Well, congrats, Rick. But, uh, congrats. He did like thirty years. Oh, it's, but nah, it's nothing. It's a, I did it for his clothing brand, but really, uh, yeah, it's an image of me standing kind of in that area where you were showing. But it says "Time is Money." That's his uh, brand. But oh yeah, I saw the hoodie, the black hoodie. Yeah, yeah right there. Yeah, dude. there's a yeah, that's one of them, and then there's another mm-hmm. one where I'm that's by sick. all the cells. But uh, they're gonna put that inside the walls. I like that. So, I like that. Yeah. So what do you know? Um, before we get to like. Uh, balls deep in this story, man. What What do you know about the Days Grim podcast? Do you know anything about us? Have you ever heard about us? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Don't you, know much, but have you seen any of the episodes or any shorts or anything? Shorts, yeah. shorts, yeah. okay. Comedy. We do. Uh, we do this this little treat called Death of the Week. All right. Um, and it's really where the person at home listening or watching uh is most likely just gonna get upset, probably. So, <laughs> Drew, if you do the honors, please. The This week's Death of the Week, brought to you by thedaysgrim.com. Get in there, dip the tip in, get some merch, guys. This one coming all the way from where no one gives a shit about anything, uh, Florida. So here we go. And it's not as wild as you guys are thinking right off the rip. So we're going to go with uh, Florida teen killed by lightning strike while hunting with her dad. A 16-year-old Florida girl was killed when she was suddenly struck by a bolt of lightning while hunt- while out hunting with her father, police said. Uh, an avid hunter and student at Palak- Palatka... Pat Drew? Palatka? Mm-hmm. High school uh, was on her <laughs> latest outing with her father, Matthew... On Tuesday afternoon, when lightning struck a tree they were next to in Putnam County. Way easier to say. Thank goodness. Um, The blast knocked both father and daughter unconscious. When Matthew became alert, he found not breathing, according to the Putnam County uh, Sheriff's Office. Matthew provided CPR on his daughter until paramedics arrived to take her to the trauma center, where the teen died on Thursday morning. Quote, at 9.32 a.m., entered into the arms of Jesus, and quote, the Trinity Baptist Church said in a statement, extending its condolences to the family, quote, Matt, Casey, and Kylie are grateful for the outpouring of love and support, and quote, uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see... 
Drew, just leave it right there. You can see in on on screen right now. Um, she's pretty, and that sucks. I have that a problem sucks. with the exact time that she died. Nine thirty-two a.m. is yeah. when she came to be in Jesus's arms. Yeah. Are you thinking Corinthians? No, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm not. No, but like, don't they have scientific studies now that say like your brain like stills technically doing fire like fires for like another thirty minutes once yeah, you're dead or something? Wild, yeah. So yeah, like, just, add thirty onto that maybe. Yeah, like, you don't know, that's you don't just know when that, she was pronounced dead. You don't know. And the then exact. let's also just let's take a shot in the dark and say like, how do we know it was Jesus's arms? You know, how do you know it's it wasn't fair. in the arms of an angel or Allah? You know, whatever. Yeah. They're all the same person, I guess. He looks pretty Christian, so <sighs> that I'm... sucks, dude. What I was the point I was gonna make is um she's like under eighteen, I'm pretty sure, so let's not get wild here, gentlemen. But I'm just saying like she's she's pretty, which is unfortunate. Um, because you think about like the life she could have had, you know what I mean? And and that brings me to my second point. My second point on that coattailing is why does it always why do people always care more or it hurts worse when someone who dies is good looking i'm just gonna let the floor have it there i don't know why that's a good question why because uh, i don't know like I, I guess the peterson trials the peterson trials i guess maybe the peterson pretty murders. people deserve more empathy but they why <laughs> should deserve, they deserve but they get more why should they i don't understand they shouldn't um yeah but further down in this article it says social media accounts show she was an avid golfer and photographer that works out for oh, this episode. It does work out. Look at that. Uh, but what she seemed to enjoy most of all was hunting. Fucking stacking bodies, dude. Yeah. and That's the, my kind of The girl. fact that she um, says her Instagram account was filled with successful alligator, deer, turkey, and boar hunts. Mm. All of those wild animals mm-hmm. that she was hunting, and it was lightning that took her out. I know. What a, what a bitch. Mother, dude, Mother Nature can be a cruel, cruel... She really can. New York's flooded. Dude, fuck them. <laughs> you think I feel bad because they need a bath? No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, fuck New York. Probably killed half their rat problem. Dude, hopefully took out Ooh. some of the fucking... <laughs> hopefully. <were> dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take out some of the strays, take out some of the rats, maybe some of those uh, you know, the folks that right. are like, you know, robbing from people so on Billy, the train. you're not from Evansville. Where are you originally from? <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> what was that like growing up in LA? Amazing. You're familiar with homeless people. Oh, yeah. How familiar? I mean, real. Familiar. Do they make you uncomfortable? No, it's like beyond uncomfortability. Like it's just normal, really. You know? But I mean, like you guys didn't have that problem when I moved out here. You guys didn't really have that. problem. No, we have like twelve still. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, until you go downtown, you got a lot down there. Yeah, well, and, like and a dozen. W- once a year, there's like oh, a migration got, pattern. You got a bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's but a there's few. also like a migration pattern where they walk. Like and there's like a trail, almost like the underground trail or whatever. Homeless where, people are like geese, where they where they migrate to like across to the west. Better weather. I don't know, but I've seen it like, like to the uh, west side of Evansville. No, no, they they <laughs> go across the United States. You could probably look it up. Like they, there's like literally a train of like homeless people that will go. Really? Oh, they're like, out here running trains, yeah. huh? Jesus, dude. That's wild. I, I they're got, out here hopping on trains. I got mad respect for the homeless community, and for one reason only, uh, because in the infantry in the army, like I was raised to be homeless. Like they prepare you to not have anything when you get out of the army. Like you can live under a tree with like a fucking blanket and just survive. You know, pack of Marlboros, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get mad respect for those guys that like make a career out of it. 
That's it's crazy. Some but, uh, people prefer it over what. Yeah, no you know. laws, nothing holding them down, right. nothing right. tied. You know, they're just loose, mm-hmm. free spirit. So, uh, but L.A. is really bad, though. From oh, what yeah. I've heard, yeah, L.A. is bad. L.A. is yeah. the worst in our country when it comes to the homeless. Like, right. And well, what's pretty crazy is now that I go back, I see that. But when I lived there, I didn't see it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Of course, you see homeless people, but they're not. When growing up. They're not really around, but really, yeah. they are, if that makes sense. So, like, I go and I see all the bad stuff now, mm-hmm. but it was normal then. You know, out here we have grass. There's really not grass out there in a lot of places. A lot of rocks. Rock, dirt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that was normal, you know? Yeah. So, now I see the difference being out here right. so long. I lived in El Paso for three years, okay. and, like, I'm very used to, like, your front, quote, yard was mm-hmm. just like rocks. Yeah. It's so normal. Yes. And then you got, and then like the, I'm assuming it's the same in LA, if not more so true, but like all the rich bougie bitches, they would have like AstroTurf yeah. for a front yard. And that would yeah. be like the only grass you would see. And it wasn't right. even real. Right. right. They were just rich enough to have fucking turf yep. for a yard. Yeah. Crazy, dude. Uh, I'd like to have it now. Yeah, really. Oh, no shit, dude. So uh, growing up, they called you Billy the Kid. Yeah. That's kind of how you got yeah. BTK. Right. Not yeah. for any other reasons, ladies no, and gentlemen, which no. we will get to. Everybody, yeah. Knows. So, did you what? Um, like, when, were you into photography at like a young age? You know, ever since I was a young, young kid, I had a little wind up camera, or I had Polaroid. You know, I'd done Polaroid forever when I was a kid. You know, and then as I got older, I just kind of. Got into. Those little wind-up cameras, I like to yeah. like pre-do the flash and then smack it. Yeah. It causes the flash oh, yeah. to go off. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. I remember those little Kodak ones. They look like a pack of Virginia Slims. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is, like, is that what y'all are talking about? <laughs> yeah. The real long skinny ones? Yeah. Dude, I loved those, man. Yeah. Th- those were such a good time. And dude, honestly, if you weren't born in the 90s, get fucked. Drew, I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I'm just... <laughs> Dude, you never got to experience life, man. I mean, I've like, used disposable right. cameras yeah. before. You have? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You were when were you born, Drew? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. So Woo. that's right on the fringe, man. dude. Right I don't on the even fringe. remember the towers. I yeah. <laughs> I was I was yeah. uh, in barely in my mom's uh, uterus at that point. That's scary to think about. That's man. a trip. That's a. He's very young. Yeah, and we're also dying soon. Yeah, like. Oh, trust I, me, I almost died a few weeks I don't, back. I don't know how many days we have left, gentlemen. I don't know. Three. So just, <laughs> if one of us dies in three days, you're a fucking douche. Right? It's your uh, fault. Yeah, dude. And so I'll, what was it like growing up in LA, though? Because like, you hear a lot about like LA gangs, violence. Like, yeah, and uh, that's what looting. I was a part of, but it was normal. You know what I'm saying? Now it's not. Gang banging? You know, yeah. Like fucking just around because the I grew, Yeah, I grew up into that, so it was the normal... Everybody was doing it in my area, so there was no... What was your area? Because L.A. is a vast county. Yeah, you know, my mom kept me moving, and that's one thing I can explain. You know, she always wanted me away from these people here, but she had moved me from place to place, but I was always going back to that one place. Damn, my okay. people you know what i mean so what were uh, what i say what were <laughs> where were your people like was it like crenshaw was it no, lbc P- like pico rivera it's the southeast los angeles southeast los angeles yeah. okay pico yeah. rivera not yeah. familiar yeah um 
But yeah, L.A., I think many people like take for granted, like, or they don't know how vast L.A. actually yeah, L- is. L.A. County is a big county. Yeah, you there's know what like I mean? five cities that fall within yeah, L.A. County. It's there's huge. probably probably hundreds because <laughs> it goes all the way from like uh, Pomona all the way west, which is like, I mean. Yeah, to the beach. It's huge, yeah, yeah, and that's all of L.A. County. It's pretty crazy how like you can be from that city, but also like 100 miles away from somebody in the mm-hmm. same city. Yeah. Um, so how long did you stay in L.A.? I was born and raised there. I moved out right before I turned 18. Oh, okay. So you said there were roughly 18 years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So what made you get out? So my mom uh, moved out here two years prior to when I came out here. Okay. Um, she gave me the option, you know, I forgot what day it was. It was just say Monday. In two weeks, you know, I'm going to be moving to Kentucky. You guys can go with me. Or stay here and see about living with your dad and blah, blah, blah. And uh, days later, it turned into like, hey, uh, uh, I'm moving in a few days. And I'm like, I ain't going. You know, I'm going to stay down here. This is is what I want. Anyway, long story short, I had a girlfriend at the time, lived with her. And then her family moved to Texas. So I lost her. And then um, uh, lost her. And then I uh, kind of stayed with my sister for a little bit, and then stuff fell through. Couldn't stay there. That was pretty bad wherever I went. And um, let's see, kind of hit the streets, you know, a lot. Yeah. And this went over, you know, a two-year period, and uh, I happened to be on a payphone at the time, and my mom called with uh, a guy on the phone, which she had been with a long time, and this became my stepdad. Damn. And they got married, and he actually got on the phone, and he was like, um, "If I'm able to pay for you to come out here, give me six months, and if you don't like it, I'll pay for you to go back. Would you do it?" And I was like, "Hmm, you know, shots are ringing out in the distance," and I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah. When can we do it?" But in 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 the meantime, in between there, like the two years, a lot had happened. I mean, I had. Been back to Kentucky to visit. Got my house burned down. Before this deal went through. Yeah. And while you were gone in Kentucky, your house got burned down. Yeah, my house got burned down. You know, there was a number of things. And then when that happened, I was staying with my dad. And my dad was like, I don't have a place for you to stay. Don't come back. And I said, I'm coming back. I had some of my people at the airport pick me up. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, so uh, my stepdad... That guy, he he he's since passed, but he he was the most positive person I've ever met in my life. Everything was good. Everything I did was good, you know. And it was good to have that influence. Yeah, dude, you, that that's what you need, and that's what I needed. And uh, we we became best friends. What, you know what I mean? Who do you, who do you think it was that was more pulling for you to come back to Kentucky? Do you think it was more your mom, like talking to him, being like, "I'm upset, I'm worried," you or know, do you think it was more I, him, like? hearing about who you were and being just genuinely concerned. You know, I don't know. I know my mom loves me, but he had, he knew nothing about me really. Really? You know? And if I heard the stuff that I did, I don't think I'd want that dude coming and living with me. Yeah, You know what I mean? Does that make make sense? Yeah. (laughs) But the fact that he, uh, jump on and grab me and it changed the trajectory of your life. Yeah, because I'd be dead right now or in prison. You, you know? think so? Mm, I know, I know. Or so. maybe you'd just be like a really pro- prolific killer and oh, survivor. God, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of prolific killers, uh, Tom, 
So, Tom, you originally booked this interview. Right. Right. And you send Drew and I a text message. And you're like, hey, here's the cat. And we were like, all right, we're fucking pumped. I clicked the link. And it was BTK Photography. And I was like, okay. Immediately, first thought was like, is this a joke? I, I thought it was a joke. I thought he was like playing a sick joke. I mean, I was like, I thought I was going to click it and it would take me to like some thing. I don't know. But it was legit. So we talked about it a little bit before the show, but BTK. And we joked about you being a prolific killer and surviving in the streets and stuff. But like speaking of prolific killers, you're familiar with BTK. And yeah. you actually have some fun stories about it. Yeah. Yeah, so... What the fuck, man? So You didn't name yourself after the killer, no, just so we're no, clear, yeah, right? Okay. No, and that, that took a long time. I mean, years of beating in people and kind of changing the bio or whatever they call it, Billy the Kid, you know, yeah. read it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, when I started the business, you know, a lot of people were like, hey, do you know who that is? I said, I sure do. That's me, Billy the Kid. That's what they call me. And uh, no, there's this serial killer... Long story short, that went on for a couple of years, and a guy followed me into a local grocery store one morning early, right before six, and followed me to my my getting donuts, and he brought it up, and I wasn't even awake, and I was like, no, I don't know him, but I'm gonna know him, and I had no clue who that guy is. I wish I did. Anyway, uh, I went home that evening, and uh, you know, I do a abandoned prison shoot every year yeah. and i printed up an eight by ten and i flipped it over and i wrote a letter to this so-called btk killer because mm-hmm. i want to know about him whose real name is dennis raider dennis raider and uh, by the way btk stands for blind torture kill bind bind torture oh, kill. bind torture kill okay yeah. yeah i read that wrong yeah this is uh also i think before your time drew i think oh, yeah, oh, i mean he's still alive but he his his reign of terror was like uh between 74 and 91 he was prolific he got yeah. away for a while yeah he got away with it for a while yeah. but anyways but not you to- said you wrote on this letter and he responds <clears throat> and yeah. it's on the back of a photograph yeah so it's on the back of an eight by ten so one he shouldn't have got it because it was too big he shouldn't have he gotten sh- it he shouldn't have got it so Wild. the only thing he should have got was five by sevens or lower size wise he got this and he was told to Read it, destroy it, read it, or send it back. But he couldn't keep it. Really? He read it and uh, did a few writings on it, sent it back with like a four-page letter. Wow. And this was the journey to like a three-year... Pen pal relationship. More or less, yeah. And it, it was in person as well throughout the months because every couple months... You met months, him in person. Yeah, so every couple months we would go up in there and uh do like face to face just was it like dry. the first time like the first time it was just like you know what's up dude <laughs> it was normal because you know i talked to him every tuesday yeah oh, on the phone yeah. up, up leading up to that. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you learn everything and you know it wasn't me necessarily learning about what he did because i just wanted to know him as a person i wasn't gonna judge him just like you mentioned at, earlier there's two sides to every story yeah but the, 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 yeah what you see he did yeah that one side that he has <laughs> yeah. is pretty fucking bad yeah but he he does have a good side you know what i mean and that's mainly the thing i was getting was yeah learning i didn't want to judge him i just wanted to learn everything but um you actually had a hot take before we started the show wh- your hot take was you know uh this dennis fella this btk guy mm-hmm. you'd be surprised and i was just listening to you talking you were like you'd be surprised 
Yeah. He's pretty fucking chill. Yeah, <laughs> like he's, he's pretty chill. cool. Yeah, I mean, he's chill. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, he's very, very smart. He's, you know what I mean? He's locked up for 10 counts of first degree murder yeah, for yeah. 175 years. Mm-hmm. No shot of parole. No. At that point, I feel like you kind of just accept it. Yeah. And you're like, I'm here. It is yeah, what it it's is. the normal. His life, it's the norm. You know what I mean? Well, and he said that might open four more counts. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah elaborate a little there, bit on the later I, part of the relationship that we talked about. Yeah, before. so we were good and, you know, COVID hit and that kind of backed off on the going there to visit, which I could understand because even before COVID, when we would go there and we would walk through the hall and then go into like the, uh, lunch area i call it you know chow hall you know there would be like 70 inmates out there you know just visiting with their family and there's like two guards for 70 inmates you know what i mean god so you know when people started dying from the covid and everything that got less anyway those type visits stopped but yeah it was it was wild But I kind of backed off, you know, COVID slowed it down uh, on some stuff we were working on, but I did finish. Um, I'm going to be putting together a book. Um, Oh, shit. Yeah, so it's my images, him writing against those images. And the one thing uh, that that's going to be, it's it's not necessarily for me to get rich and hoorah. I want to give some of that money back to the families that he killed. Right, you know kind of I mean? like what they made uh, yeah. OJ do with his book. Does yeah. he know that? Yeah. So this is where it's going to go crazy because I, I wasn't going to tell him <laughs> at first that I was going to help those families out. Right. I wanted oh, okay. I wanted when people come to me and say, do you know what that means? Yeah. But he I knew about be able the to book? S- huh? He knew about the book. He just didn't know about you donating? Well, I wasn't going to tell him until I was all done with it. Yeah. But he actually brought it up when we first started talking. Really? Would you mind giving some of the proceeds to the family? Absolutely. And that's when I told him I wasn't going to tell you. That's what I was going to do anyway. Dan, what'd he say? I'm going to yeah, kill you? He, he laughed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he laughed and he, he said, I, I like that. I like that. That's sick, dude. So also, it's good he thought of that. You know did, what I mean? um, God bless you. Bless did you. you ever, thank you guys, gentlemen, uh, did you ever have like a... Uh, like you were into gang banging and stuff, but like, were, were you ever fascinated by the psyche of uh, serial killers? Like we talked a little bit about the Night Stalker no, before the show. So too. were you ever into that like serial killer no, stuff? No, and and uh, Richard Ramirez was the only guy I ever heard of. Him and Jeffrey Dahmer, other people. Yeah. We're not taught that in where I went to school. We don't learn stuff like that. You don't hear about it. You didn't hear about it on the TV. Yeah, and like out here, it seems like you always hear something about it because we don't got shit going on out here, dude. Yeah, well, Jeffrey Dahmer was the fucking biggest thing that hit the Midwest in the yeah. last forty years, and we fucking ate up every minute of it. It was on the news every night. Right. I even remember it as a kid. Do you remember it as a kid? I, va- I vaguely remember it because it was very early in my childhood. But it was like I think he finally went to prison in like ninety five or something, ninety six. Yeah. But like it was all over the news all the time here. That's crazy. All the time. All the time. That's crazy. Found a new body. Found a new this. Found a yeah. new that. He admitted to this. He's doing that. And then he got beat up in the shower and died. Yeah. So fucking rest yeah. in peace, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, so when, so like, what's it like? Do you, uh, like at that point when he finds out about the book, are you showing him different pictures and he's like writing to it or so, so different edits? I on send him? it. I send him in, and then he writes against that image. Oh, on like the backside. 
No, oh, it's on a separate okay. piece of paper. But and then he'll send it back and then send the picture back another different, you know. That's cool. Everything's and numbered. He's pretty like organized and right ocd all these serial killers what people don't realize is all these serial killers are like extremely extremely smart they're ocd they like things very particular particular uh yeah no they definitely have it's not like down syndrome but it's like or not whatever some form of autism whatever elon has it's very yeah it's very close to like asperger's they're very meticulous very like you know X, Y, Z, A, B, C, color within the lines type shit. Yes. Uh, it's interesting. I've always been fascinated by serial killers. So I, I was. Oh, hoping, really? I was hoping you were jumping on that train. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. could have gone for a minute. But yeah. no, that's really neat. And just so everyone's clear, you are not BTK named after, photo, no. photography named after buying, torture, and killing. Yeah, not. you are Billy the Kid. Yes. So, but that's, is that like, uh, were you using that name in LA when you were taking photos or did you get into photos no, once it, you got into Kentucky? No, I was doing photos out there not to what i do now right you know what i mean but um yeah i started that while i've been out here i'll tell brian about this mini documentary thing you did uh like last year i love a good doc dude which one um i don't remember which one it was i just remember that you did one it was really good i can't remember if it was have you done multiple docs yeah 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 well tell me a little about both what are they i don't know i think i did a uh, didn't you do one after a storm or yeah, that was in Mayfield, Kentucky, I think, where that big tornado came through right. and ripped their whole town to oh, shreds. Yeah, it went through. Do you want to hit me? If you're going yeah. in for round two. I'm not doing like a full shot. I was going to make a little Hook tiny up, mixed drink Hook with it up. Red Bull. Sorry, we're just making shooters. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's the tornado that went through like seven towns or yes, something. Yes, yeah, Thank you, sir. I yeah, appreciate you. Could, you. Your, your drive down there, you could see where it crossed the highway here, cross the highway there. It's, it's a trip. Yeah, I'm what, pretty sure my parents were um working and like went and my mom used to work for lifelight so she went oh, wow. and like helped wow. people in like trailer parks and shit from that tornado dude respect yeah. your mom dude yeah. really caring about my people man respect that's crazy her. um but so like a buddy of ours mike hopple did yeah. a december 10th i think that was what he called it december 10th i don't remember because it was a late tornado it happened late in the year like in winter mm-hmm and it wasn't like foreseen, but I think he made a short video or like twelve minute short doc about the same storm, yeah. um, and he did like interviews with people. But what was that like doing covering? Oh, it was that? crazy. I went down there by myself, and uh, yeah. when I did that, and it was it was spooky. The wind was blowing, curtains were coming out of the buildings downtown, and it was just Wild. you were like you yeah. storm like chased it though, right? Like you were there soon after. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that one, and then you know I'd done one on COVID, I think, and that was crazy. How the another short doc, food, yeah, food shortages, really. And all, oh yeah, and are, is this another solo project? Yeah, everything I do just just makes Did, solo. Dolo. Have you were you able to take like a voice recorder into the prison and record any of your conversations? Ooh, that's a good question. No, oh no, with uh, right, Dennis, no, huh? They. Uh, oh, you're talking about with BTK? We we were good to go in with our underwear on. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, there's some really weird people that go up there, and he doesn't see and visit very many people. But some of the people that, well, these, like the guards were telling us about, I was just like, Ooh, hey. and like, like a following, you know, yeah, especially really? a lot of Cult these serial people. killers yeah. are, are like they have girls that'll just do anything for them, like the, these murder mysteries and all this stuff. Oh yeah, like almost romanticized. What about, them. Yeah, what about Manson, dude? Yeah, he, he had girls sending all kinds of Manson, stuff. Charles Manson, mm-hmm. familiar? Mm-hmm. Charles Manson. So, 
he's a fascinating story. I could talk about him forever. But like when he was in prison, to your point, um, he would get like nude photographs every week mm-hmm. of young girls, probably mm-hmm. not even eighteen, from all over the country. Yeah, all the time. He yeah. had like he had a cult following. Oh yeah, it was strange, dude. Yeah. And serial killers are a fucking weird breed. Yeah. But no, your question brought up a good... Uh, you asked if you could have a tape recorder when you were visiting Dennis. Um, that makes me think, when you're shooting these prisons, um, these vacant prisons or abandoned prisons now, do you ever take anything that... Because you're obviously taking your camera that you can record. Are you right. doing this these jobs solo as well? Or do you oh, yeah. So... Would it hurt to like maybe have you thought about maybe like having some kind of a recorder going while you're walking through these prisons just to like I've had people so do when that. you say your thoughts out loud well or when the lady walking you through the place says something it's it's like recorded and it's with you and it's now yeah it's I just, thought about Tony did that last time we were down there I was you just thinking. stopped at that um, church that was turned mm-hmm. into a skate park didn't you yes. Hey, that place happened to burn down. I uh, saw that too. Yeah, man. Where's this at? In uh, St. Louis. Louis. They turned a church into a skate park and then it Sick. burnt down like within a year. Well, that yeah. answers the question if Jesus promotes uh, or approves of skating. So yes. there's and that. And they're redoing it. Really? <laughs> yes. They're <laughs> redoing it. That's some resilient that place Christians. Was, yeah, that place was amazing, man. Uh, yeah, I wanted yeah. to go. Mm. Yeah. What are, what are some other places? Because you seem like you've traveled all over. Man, what what are some of like your favorite places to visit and photograph? Have you been out of country? Have you no, done anything out no, of country? No, no, no. no. Uh, would you? Would you uh, shoot out of country? I would love to. You know, What's I'd, your ethnicity? Just if you don't mind me asking. Like, where I'm you white. From? Well, uh, your family's yeah, all you? from here? Yeah, that yeah. was very easy. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm Caucasian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but your family's like, where are they from? You know what I mean? Have, do you Everybody's know out in Los Angeles. Really? Is that what you're talking about? Well, like your origin. Like, where does your family come from? Are they Irish? I don't know. Or... My, my, my family's English. All that. Yeah. So, like, you're not my into My sister's and all that. Really? She, you should ask her. Be like, where yeah. are we from? And then you need to take a trip there and just, like, right? shoot some shit, dude. Yeah. If it's nice, you know? Yeah. Or if you're unlucky, it's probably, like, Jamaica or something. And you're I'll like, go there, too. Yeah, dude. I would check Jamaica. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're yeah. so poor down there, dude, yeah. from what I've heard. Dude, like, some yeah. parts of Jamaica are terrible. Oh, God. So, I would go, though. But would you. So those you, are some of your best pictures. Oh, yeah. That you see. Worst places are some of the best pictures. I love, like, the Aborigine, like, someone who's embedded themselves in, like, an Amazonian uh, tribe or something, and and they're just taking photos, preferably black and white, but, like, they're right. just embedded, and you're just seeing the day-to-day. Yes. And you're like, that it person... It shows everything. Yeah, they're like, that person's getting fucking malaria right now, and it's yeah. like, no, that's just a fucking Wednesday for that guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they, yeah. it's just so surreal. Like, right. that stuff is cool. Like, I, I do want to... I would travel for that to not even shoot. England, I'd like to go to England. I'm, oh, man, I'd... I'd What's your favorite place traveling? Like Tom was asking earlier, within the states that you've done a job at or mm. shot at. What are some of your favorite places? I love or do you have Florida? One? Florida's nice, but that's beach. And if all you can that. stay away but, from the lightning strikes, right? Yeah, but man, I don't know. Ohio. I'm looking at those <laughs> pictures right there. The mushroom house. That house was built by a veteran right there. You see that house in the top? Yep. Oh shit! So, so a veteran built that. And it's his, a real mushroom. Oh, it's no. a real mushroom. That's a house, man. Oh, People okay, live sure. in that. Um, what you laughed at me like that was a dumb question. It was but kind that's, of a dumb that's, question. That's, 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 okay, my bad. Just ret- I'll edit that out for the fucking podcast. Like, uh, Those people seem like real fun guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've had a lot of concussions in my life, guys. Go easy that, on me. That's Cincinnati, uh, you know. That which mushroom? one? The mushroom. Oh, the mushroom, Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh yeah, you and said. And then Ohio. those two little. 
the guy cutting the meat there, Leatherface, and the one to the left, those are little models. The guy up in, uh, I believe he's from Detroit, um, Caleb. See his name right there, Caleb. So those guys are only about this big. Oh, and he makes them sick. all by hand. That's him right there, man. And uh, real good dude. Uh, that's fucking hot you're cool dude. as fuck yeah he, I'm, I'm, his work's amazing man. i'm big into like horror and obviously like serial killers horror yeah. spooky stories scary podcasts that's the kind of shit i'm into like yeah that's fucking tight yeah yeah you ought to follow that's him tight. he's a good dude uh hey, i met him here in evansville about a year ago follow him I, I just so i don't lose that just hit follow on caleb please thank you yeah i don't want to lose that guy we got a guy down the road here we've been trying to get on the podcast forever what's uh, evil jay evil jay man do you know who i'm talking this about this stuff is God, sick he lives like right there really God damn! Look up Evil J. He he won't come on. He's so busy. He stays busy. Dude, his work. Yeah, his work week is eighty hours a week. Yeah, so I haven't met him personally, but his. (laughs) No, I I follow him. It's E V I L L E J. It should pop up. Evil J's. Yeah, it's like Evil, like Evansville. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, this guy is from. Evansville, and he does work for people in like on sets for like big Hollywood film. Like he's a he's a hard working dude. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. busy as fuck. Yeah. Have you ever thought about it? Uh, <laughs> 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 <Sorry. laughs> Have you ever thought about doing like any short films for like any competitions or anything? Oh or yeah, you, oh yeah, I've thought about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew just got a short film done. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I made it like a little over a year ago, but it was just in a local festival um but i'm trying to write one right now i just suck ass at I, writing. I, I, I got something we could do I, yeah. for real I, like uh, if you need help on some shit hit me up because i I'll uh I'll, I'll bring this up real quick so over the years i've just been feeling real like lethargic no energy and yeah uh low t heart yeah, yeah my heart, heart problem you know oh, my yeah. heart always shaking and yeah. uh this just went down like last month and i happen to be in nashville and uh, it wouldn't go away. And I'm like, well, it's this uh, anxiety stuff they say I have, you know, that I don't take anything for because I don't believe it's anxiety. Anyway, long story short, my doctor said, when you come back to town, we're going to get you checked out. Damn. They they, they uh, shot some dye through my body. Yeah. And notice something just doesn't look right in your heart. We're going to have to do a cath, take about an hour. Ew, you through know, your leg? Through my arm right here. Ugh. And I was like, cool, you know, nothing big. Take right. about an hour. Yeah. Went God. to the hospital. Gross. About two hours in, they yeah. stopped. Anyway, I'm strapped down to a table, and they stopped, and they said, Billy, I'm going to have to make a call to your doctor. This is what the surgeon's telling me, because you're awake during this whole you're thing. You're conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. spicy, yeah. for sure. And I was like, so what's the problem? He's like, "He's well, your heart's a lot worse than what that, those images showed. We're probably going to have to do a triple bypass. And I'm like, oh. I said, I haven't even told my son goodbye if I die. What do I what do? I do? Can I get I, five minutes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's at school right now. I mean, what, what am I supposed to do? Anyway, yeah. I start freaking out. But what I want to do, and I, 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 I could draw it all out, is make a little video, short film, that shows what I've seen from the chunks of stuff that came out of my heart that looked like red meat. There was a, a plexiglass thing that covered me, like right here. Yeah. To where I, I think it was for to 
distort my vision and see what he was doing. He was having to hit that to get chunks of stuff off his hands to keep pulling stuff out of my heart. Uh, Crazy. But, I mean, that's, that's but, like vile, but it sounds kind of cool. That's, what I'm saying is if they said, okay, you don't know anything, we're going to do it all over, but we're not going to let you stay awake. I would say, leave me awake because the stuff I seen there, I think has helped me with my diet and change of eating. Change your life. And I think if I would have been asleep and they said, well, we pulled this out of your heart, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have believed them. Right. Yeah, I'm not, telling you now. You would believe them, but you would be like, I wouldn't ah, be strong thought, on that diet. I thought you were about to say that you were going to like write a short story about like that moment right there on the table. You know what I mean? And all the thoughts and like oh, a whole we, short we, we, film would just flash Well, we, we, could, we could add that too. You know what I mean? But I'm right. telling you, that's something that people need we gotta, to we see. We got to talk about this after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're fucking writing a movie right now. Okay. So can I be the lead? Oh uh, yeah! He didn't even want to play the lead in my short film. (laughs) (laughs) What's your short film? uh, Oh, dude, do you want to talk about it? We're already we're already talking about short. We talk about it. So like my short film is so like I I wrote it right when COVID first happened, and so like the 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 like opening credits is like this guy in the woods and like he's out there by himself and like he's got a routine. He's one of these routine guys. So like. The, a lot of the movie is repeated scenes of like he wakes up, he puts his boots on, he ties them. Everything's very strict. Takes his gun out, starts his fire, cleans his gun, goes out into the woods, doesn't see anything, comes back, cooks dinner on a bloody cooler, goes to sleep. And then like screen flashes white and he's back in like his mom's house. And like on, you can hear a TV and it's like, is, it, is COVID going to be the end of the end, world? End of times. Right. And then he's like, look, mom, like we got to go into the woods, like the world's ending, all this and that. And she's like, yeah. it's okay, sweetie, just keep taking your medicine. Everything's going to be fine. You know, mm-hmm. just keep going up to work. And then like screen flashes wide again. And he's like back out in the woods, same scene, shoes, gun, food. He goes out and like sees a deer, shoots, misses, comes back, no food in the cooler. And he's like low on matches. So like maybe has a fire that night, but then like wakes up, no fire. A few more days go by, not eating, no food. Uh, tries to rub sticks together, start a fire, like the stick breaks, hits his hand. Mm. And he goes out hunting again, doesn't get anything, comes back, but there's somebody going through all his shit in his campsite. And so like he walks up, takes his shoes off and sneaks up and like hits him behind the head. Next scene, he is lighting the fire with a lighter, pulling meat out of the cooler and like goes back to sleep. Yeah, bro. It so, gets better. Do you want to spoil it? Yeah, or do you want to wait? Keep going. So then okay. so then like he You don't want somebody else to grab that as a movie. Right. Maybe don't spoil well, have it. Have you have you yeah. made it? Let's talk about this. No, we'll we talk. Have, I haven't made it. I've it's all written. Yeah, talk, talk about, more off. Yeah, off, talk off. more yeah. about the ending. But it, it's fire. The ending is it's intense, dude. I didn't even know anything about your film. You never even really. I know he didn't even tell us about it. And then I see like next day on Facebook, like, hey, he's on Evansville's red carpet, like right. in a bow tie or something. I was not in a bow tie. Can you pull up your picture while you're telling me about your um, short film? Pull up, uh, pull that up, and then tell me a little bit about your short film. Yeah. So basically, um, the short film that I made last year, it was called Ice Cream Parlor. Um, Beautiful artwork, by the way, on the... Uh, Thank I, you. I, yeah, it was, I, it was a was great That was kind of a cover. pain in the ass to make. But. It was a great cover. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a short story written by one of my friends, and she used to work at an ice cream shop. So it was loosely based on like an actual interaction she had um, with a customer. Oh, shit, really? Um, 
I mean, obviously she took liberties with it because it was just like a you weird interaction. Yeah, you have to. But um, in the short film, I it basically is like this vagabond Bible salesman dude comes into an ice cream shop and he doesn't have any money and the girl who's working helps him out yeah. and like sends him to a Super 8 to like find somewhere to stay. Yeah. And then later that night, she finds out the front desk clerk at the Super 8 got murdered and oh, fuck. she goes out to her car and there's like a Bible sitting on her car. Oh, fuck. And, um, but yeah, so that was the first short film I'd made that had actual like production value. <laughs> not, e- not really, but I had like, I shot on location and had somewhat of a crew. And so it was, it was an interesting experience. That's intense. But you were, and I, you were struggling to get your uh, stuff yeah. pulled up, but like you were, dre- you were dressed up. I think you even had like long sleeves on. Uh, I don't remember what I wore, but yeah, yeah it was like a, I was, was, I a was little, shocked. It was the Victory International Film Festival, which is a great, uh, like local film festival. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal and, venue. Yeah. I mean, it's, they had international films and there was quite a few um, good ones, but yeah, mine was like very short. It was like five minutes. That's still a hell of a story though. It's, it just goes to show that like, um, there's a lot of creativity in this town. I, I think I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I like your idea though. Seriously, man, I really do think that that's, there's something to chew on there. It's an eye opener. Yeah. That's so once sure. you, once you get out of this, um, this heart uh, issue that you had, and you've kind of one eighty'd your diet and stuff. What's that been like, as far as it's like, been amazing? Till I slipped and fell on my back the other day, going into my basement. Jesus, dude, you're not yeah. selling this. You're not selling this to anybody. Right? You're like, change your diet, break your back, don't right? do it. <laughs> hey, but but I will tell you that uh, I haven't felt this good. You know, really? more, like more energy. Years. Oh yeah. Are you sleeping better? Yeah. 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 It it was bad, man. So game changer. Like we went to Gatlinburg like the week before the procedure and i was like i'd walk with the crew for a while and then i'd kind of go hide somewhere and just because i couldn't breathe really but i just thought you know i'm getting older blah 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 yeah and you're not that old really no i'm 46 so um you know come to find out that's from the heart yeah, it's not. You know you're not I mean? putting the yeah. right blood out. What What was that like, too? Like, a, basically, you guys had like a men's retreat for Tripp's birthday. Yeah, yeah. So it was like amazing. We had a three. He got a three story like, um, log, log cabin, cabin, like a man, chateau or on something. a mountain. You know, and it was just I'd never been to a cabin before, so that was cool to me. And I've been to Gatlinburg, but not in the mountains and the trees. I always stayed where all the fun stuff, like was. on the strip. Yes, yes. Exactly. That's so funny. I feel like there's two types two types of people. Like the one type of person goes to Gatlinburg. We've all been to Gatlinburg. Mm-hmm. You either stay in the mountains in a cabin or you stay on the strip. I've, I've never stayed on the strip. Same. I have a friend of mine who always stays on the strip and I give him shit every it's time. It's probably cheaper. Yeah. And I don't know. I grew up in a log cabin for like three years, four years. Better than a trailer. It's a lot of work. Uh dude, I feel like you had a leg up on me in, in and I was out. I was chopping wood from September to uh, November just I to stay warm. Paul Bunyan over here. Yeah, dude, I was right. running from pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Uh, what do you think about trailer parks? What about them? Yeah, now that you've been introduced properly to the Midwest for the last, you know, twenty some odd years. Yeah, we didn't have them out there. Yeah, it's it's odd. They're, they are out there, but they're far. But they're between. high end. Yeah, you, you want? I want to talk about how crazy it is that like. 
in the the True. like on, the, no, but like the ghettos of LA all look like <laughs> nice ass houses. Come on. What do you mean? Like uh just from like like you see like uh the movie just not based on movies only, but like you see like the movies like Friday or whatever and like mm-hmm. all the houses in the background of like yeah. straight out of Compton and all that look easy like they don't look like bad on houses. what what on what movie now? Uh just like um like Friday. Friday. Yeah. Well so Friday isn't like uh, in L.A. Yeah, you know what I mean. It wasn't L.A. No, I thought well, that Friday, it was Compton, wasn't it? Friday. I'm trying to think. No, that isn't that where they taped it in Rancho Cucamonga. Oh shit! I'm pretty sure. Maybe Pinky's record yeah. store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be. So they moved out of Los Angeles and went to Rancho Cucamonga, which that's gonna be like. 35 40 minutes there. east yes east towards of mountains. los yeah. angeles san bernardino area that so like it now if you watch like uh straight out of compton it'll show you some different stuff um but yeah what do you know um have you have you spent much time around compton or like crenshaw mm-hmm. places mm-hmm. like that you gone is, back and taking photos there yeah oh yeah is it yeah. since you've been here oh. you've gone back Oh yeah, I go. But I try to go back every year or every other year. So all my family's out do there. You, do you go back? Having spent again, you know, the last twenty two years, yeah. kind of in the heartland here, you're used to fucking tornadoes, low end trailer parks, kiddie pools, bush light. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You've been introduced right. to this whole weird culture out right. here. Going back, do you ever go back there and like what? When you go back like there, a culture shock? What, what are your thoughts when you go back to like Crenshaw? Like, it's just like hanging out with your family, you know? It's just like still in your blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't leave you. It doesn't blow your mind when you go back there and you're like, man, I was living like this. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I was getting at. Yeah, like, so on my way here, I was thinking about stuff to, uh, you know, talk about and blah, blah, blah. One thing that really got me is, you know, when I was 14 years old, they took me to a place called YTS, Chino Youth authority school or whatever to visit this is a place where you don't want to go yts so i went there and i remember going up to one of the cells and there was a guy he was probably in his 20s so i'm like i might have been 13 he had just killed his brother and he got life in prison now what i was thinking about when i was coming over here is i'm now 46 Mm -hmm. look at all the different places i've been all the different things i've done and if that guy's still alive, yeah. he's still in a cage. Right. What you know what I'm saying? Even on good behavior, he's still in the cage. Yeah. Even on yeah. good behavior, he's not getting out for another twenty. Yeah. Uh, out, out there, twenty five. Out there, uh, I don't know. I had a cousin. He got twenty five to life, and he did like twenty six. He was. He just died a couple years yeah, ago. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, yeah, that's brutal, dude. But like. There, there's something to be said about like the vast difference in our cultures. Like when someone gets murdered here in a drive-by or something, it is like the city against that one guy who did this mm-hmm. terrible fucking thing. Mm-hmm. In Crenshaw, that's just fucking Monday. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's just it's, a wildly different world and the city doesn't give a fuck about that guy. Yeah, They're like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, lock him up. Like there'll be another one on Wednesday. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't give a shit. We'll put him through court in 10 years. Yeah, and I think but, it's... 
that's it's, ten years you're in there. That, <laughs> that doesn't get taken off your sentence. It's got it. Yeah. It's got to be the population difference. It's got to be. There's not as many people in the state of Indiana as there are the, in the like the L.A. County area. Population difference, and there is like it's so much more diverse, and there's so many more like levels of yeah, like socio cultural and socio economic stuff going on there that it's like it's night and day and out here you shoot somebody you just get like an assault and you know you don't get attempted murder or anything it's it's crazy out here I don't a lot know. of stuff a I lot of know. stuff i've seen really yeah so uh what what's it like when you like what's what do you think's next like when do you start actually writing like this journalistic side to like your photos because i feel like a lot of your photos are like stories like you're coming at it with like a story whereas like i just go and i take a photo or something but like i feel like you have like a more oh what i like a motive tied up yeah it it just just comes to me and so what about what about seeing something gives you a motive let's talk about that let's talk about why why you take the photo? Do you, do you go to a location with like, okay, I know this location, I know the history of this place, I know that there's going to be a sick shot somewhere, and then do you just wander around until something yeah. almost talks to you? Pretty much. Really? Is yeah. it like something's talking to you? Like this is a story right here, or like what is it? Because pull up his IG. Like I, I, I could go. Uh, go ahead. No, I just, I just feel what the point I'm trying to get at is like this picture of this maze. Yes. I, I don't know, or this is a video. I don't know dick about this. This is a new harmony. Yeah, yes. but there's a story there. It, it this, this. So that reminds me of a movie I seen when I was really, really young called Labyrinth. And oh, I know Labyrinth. A, it was about the labyrinth. That's what that is right yeah. there. And I stumbled. Somebody told me go up into this town called New Harmony. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, ruthless church. That's really yeah. Good. And I come up on that. I'm like, what? What? And I hopped out and I just, I find something new every time in that town. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really the cool. Whole, the whole town's different. Everybody in it's different. It's so chill up there. I mean. the uh, We were just talking to somebody about New Harmony like 10 or 20 episodes ago. I don't know. But the, it's turning into a real live. I think it was it Jeremiah. Was Jeremiah. Uh, it was Jeremiah yeah. Ga- Gailey. Yes. Jeremiah Gailey. Fuck, I hope I didn't fuck his last name. No, up. you got it right. Right. Uh Jeremiah Gailey, we were talking yeah, we were talking about like the American Civil War in New Harmony, like the hipsters versus the conservatives. But it has become and like very culturally alive in, in New Harmony just that, recently. That guy there, uh the black and white image, mm. that reminded me of um Count Dracula, like from uh, you know, Sesame Street. Yeah, like the old That's yeah. what it reminded me of. Is this, is this yeah. a statue? <laughs> Two! It's metal about that thick, and everything, it's all welded together. I couldn't tell if it was like a statue or if you had done this in post, like editing in Photoshop. No, it's it's all metal, you know, or iron, whatever. That's crazy, and it it looks like multiple different pieces, but you can tell after you look for a while, it's one metal piece that they cut out. All welded together. um, And Drew brings up a good question. Uh, How much post work... How much post-production work do you put into your photos? Not much. Not much? So, like, are you a fan of in-the-moment shooting? Like, basically, once you get your camera dialed in, like, this is the shot and what you took, you look at it and you're like, 
that's pretty close to finished right yeah, there. Yeah, and I throw it in the Lightroom. That's where I do all my... Oh, yeah. oh me too. I sp- fucking hate Photoshop. Amen. Yeah. Do you spend a lot of time in, in Lightroom, though? Mm-mm. No. It doesn't take me long to do any of what I do. So what do you think the key is behind that? Because, like, I know several photographers that will take a take one singular photo and can burn an hour on a photo. They could burn an hour easy. Yeah, but they're using right. Photoshop. No, 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 in Lightroom. In Lightroom, yeah. Uh, like they're I, just I don't know if they're super particular can, or I don't know how you can make any money. No. You know what I mean? And maybe they do, but that's a lot of time it seems. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I say know. say I have a photo shoot like senior pictures or whatever, and I got to do 20 of them and I got to spend an hour on each. Um, yeah. Then you're like Yeah. For that kind of stuff it's ridiculous. Uh, if it's like you need one photo for a specific purpose, maybe spend longer on it that yeah. makes sense people now that paint makeup on people's faces and literally will redo their entire makeup i, I very rarely do not, stuff like that it, it's not that person though you right know? yeah you're like you don't look like that in person <laughs> okay now I have, I have one very serious question how much money does it take me to get you to shoot a wedding What's the number that someone has to come to you and be like, I'll give you $90,000 if you shoot oh, a wedding? Oh, I'd do it there. Okay. I'd do it so then. what's your lowest number you shoot a wedding for? Uh, $10,000? No, I'd do them cheaper than that. Five? But if you go out west, then you could charge 10000 I bet. You Easy. know what I mean? Easy. People charge 10000 here. You know, I heard somebody just did it. It's got to be really good. Do you guys know who shot the wedding in the museum? Does anybody know who the shot that? wedding that was just there this, this past weekend? weekend? I actually helped take down that wedding this morning. Did you really? Yeah. A friend of mine, It's uh, they were helping. The help- menu was nice. They were part of the crew that helped serve the wedding, but it blew my mind. The Evansville Museum down on yeah. downtown. Yeah. Somebody rented out that whole bitch for a fucking wedding. For, or not even for the wedding. Yeah, for second, the res- they they for do the it reception. often, though. That's I didn't like know the, that. That's like the second or third wedding I've taken down there. I did not know that. I was baffled. But like... It's interesting to me. They actually did several pieces. Um, have you ever been in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been so you, the have museum. you seen that like Japanese marble, mm-hmm. uh, white and blue? That was like part of the wedding theme. Oh, they tied it in. Yeah, very nice. Like all That's the napkins right. had that very color. Classy. They had several pots of that. What would you do it for though? What's the minimum? What's the lowest number you do a wedding for? I don't know. Maybe three, three thousand. That's a good price for for wedding photography. That's not that crazy. What you're looking at. That's yeah. what you're looking at. Yeah, Seriously, I mean, man. really are. But yeah, that's not- where that officer got shot in the head right there. Jesus. Bottom, right. That's a rough transition. Uh, <laughs> uh, give you something to talk about. Remember him? And he oh, made it. Oh, God damn. That was rough. He's like, yeah, that's where that guy got fucking ran over by a fucking semi. <clears throat> uh, no, really. This is where that guy got shot? Yeah. What? What's your, uh, what's your camera brand? Yeah, what are you running? Cannon. Cannon. Cannon all day. Are you mirrorless or DSLR? DSLR. Yeah. You, Represent. You, you think you're going to make the switch to mirrorless in the years? I want to. Yeah. Me yes. too. They're just fucking expensive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You I'm think a- <laughs> stay Canon? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I could, I I could see myself going Sony, never Nikon. No. Never Nikon. Not. No. Yeah, I'm glad no. we all agree on that. No. Dude, actually, I have something to say about Nikon. If I was going to get into photography, I would probably go Nikon. No, you wouldn't. No, I know. Objective. I. I had let me. a Nikon camera. It was like a Nikon Coolpix when I was first starting. I did. I bought a camera. For, I had. I had my, my like Rebel T6. I had a Canon 80D, and then somebody was like, "Hey, I got this camera. I'll sell you for a hundred bucks." And it was a Nikon, and it came with a lens and like two batteries. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll take it too." So I had like three cameras loaded out, all I mean, trash. Shit, I I sold all three of them to get a mirrorless with one lens. Really? So, I mean, I'd do that. I will take. 
any sort of upgrade at this point. I'm so still shooting a Canon T5. Yeah, yeah, I've got two Fujis. One's actually right be- back behind you. On the then, bottom shelf of that bookshelf. And then the other one's at home. Yeah, oh, down, hiding down there. Um, yeah, so if you're watching or listening to this and you're like, man, that Drew guy wants a mirrorless, I'm fucking selling one. Uh, why don't you DM the TDG yeah. did on you, socials? Did you, so did you start with just like a kit lens or did you buy a 50 millimeter and start that way? Just a kit, everything in it, you know? Right. I started with the Rebel, you know? I think that's I, Yeah, a lot of people do. I'm yeah. still shooting Rebel. Yeah, so am I. It's just a little <laughs> bit newer, you know? Um, but I, I love Canon. Yeah, man. I thought about getting an ADD or a Mark 10. But yeah, I was like, I got people are like, what kind of camera do you have? I'm like an ADD, and they're like, I know you have ADD, but like, nah. but also. I'm like Dude, no, the camera. You're like, what kind of camera do you have? And you're like, Aspergers. And I kind of, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> what no, what is of, wrong with you? You're like, no. <laughs> would you give to somebody that wants to get into photography? Yeah, they have do no, it. they have no equipment Just, though. What's what's their first? Start with your phone because that's you know that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. right. Even Messing with a phone out and about, you could still do pictures. Yeah. Even if you like editing on the like, if you have an iPhone, mm-hmm. the editing in the Photos app is not bad. No, no. Now let's expand that even a little bit farther. Let's say you're a college student and you have both an iPhone and a MacBook. Lightroom, buddy, yeah. buddy, game changer, game mm-hmm. changer. When yes. you have an iPhone and a MacBook, Do they even have the Lightroom app. Yes. Which yeah. actually, if you make your own presets, which I'll go through. So like if I'm shooting at that new Harmony place and yeah. I'm there for an hour and that lighting doesn't change much in that hour, I'm making a preset and damn near a, the base preset and like applying That's one thing I haven't it. done yet. Really? I've thought about that. Yeah. And to prove your, to answer your point though, or your question, Mac does support Lightroom. Yeah. Just for yeah. the record. But I'm saying like, you don't even have to have a laptop if you're yeah, doing it all I, on your phone. I edit a lot on my phone. If they have the app, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Like yep. the Lightroom app, which is also possible. I don't know if it's on iPhone or not, but, it is. It is. but dude, fucking take a picture on your iPhone, take it to your MacBook, and dude, literally the, the it's endless. What you can do with that image is endless, dude. Yeah, it's it's not so nearly. You just say start shooting with what you got. And oh yeah, get all the yeah. flower photos out of the way. What about outside of just do it? I hear this all the time. I hear this all the time. Where we'll be talking to like a paleontologist. We haven't done a paleontologist, but I want to do one. We're talking to like a taxidermist or something. And I'm like, what about? taxidermy like if somebody wanted to get into it how would you what would be your advice and they're like would you just go fucking stuff something you know go do it short of that though like how does someone get into photography like truly get into it you know what i mean like let's say they're already taking pictures and they're already playing with it and they're already interested like how do they get into it though you know what i mean me i just started reaching out to people hey you want to play model for the day yeah you know and what I mean? Like really? slowly you can that. increase prices and stuff. Which yeah. like I started doing shit for free. Damn. Yeah. So. And still to this day, there's there's I do it about two times a year. I'll work with somebody, no charge. Yeah. And they keep the images and I share it on BTK and that generates just whether it's, you know, senior pictures or whatever. I wouldn't do no wedding or big stuff like that. But you know, I'll hook up with somebody. Yeah, get exposure and get exposure through their people. You do have to know like the extent of like when you need to start charging because Mm -hmm. if you are doing stuff for free, Mm -hmm. people will try to lowball you or get you to do shit for free forever. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I can I can definitely see that. There's definitely a psyche or like a, a mental game to photography as well, and that's all I was trying to drive home is that like 
go do it, but also like here's a tidbit that will help you. And I like that. I like that a lot. Like get somebody just like go it's play therapy model. to me. Yeah, go you put somebody I mean? in the sunshine and stand them around in yeah. a few different places. And sometimes it's not just people. You know, I, I go everywhere. I mean, I went up to Owensboro this afternoon because I heard there was a new Johnny Depp mural because I'm big into murals. Anything street. I'm big into Johnny Depp. Yeah. I went up there and it's amazing, man. Really? Mm-hmm. I have to check it out. Yeah. He got spotted I saw, there. I saw somebody drove to Indianapolis for a mural and they covered it up to repaint another one. There it is right there. So that's that's just right before I got here. Damn. That's sick. Yeah. Look at that. Who fucking made that, dude? His name is Aaron... Uh, Kaiser? Yes. Aaron Kaiser, I'm fucking coming for you, bruh. Yeah. I'm coming for you, dog. Yeah. What, what's next for you, you think, in the next... Uh, before 2023 ends? I don't know. You don't have what to it, working like, with somebody or like photography. Like, what's a goal you're shooting for? Well, West Virginia, I want to knock out that. You know, it seems like that's happening though. Like, what do you have a five year plan? Do you have like a goal? Like, or make, have you thought about like vlogging the, your trip out there? No, that'd be kind of cool though, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Do like little. Yeah. Maybe you can come out with us, and then you could just record. And yeah, what's the talk, dude. Re- record <laughs> what, what I we're would doing. do? You know oh my mean? god, do you think? I would fucking, oh my God. I would love to go to an abandoned prison. Yeah. I would love to go to an abandoned prison. It's amazing. Prison. And then you just get free reign of it, you know, that's. Right. Yeah, know. man. Do you think. Uh, What's cool is like Missouri, that they gave us free reign and they said, well, we can come with you and show you stuff. I said, how about you come with us now, show us, and then we'll get free reign. And that's what they did. Do you that's think. They're that, amazing up there, man. Do you think. Uh, is on the table like somewhere in the prison or do you think they care or oh you can do it wherever dude i mean yeah if you (laughs) need need a release there's there's dude because i'm gonna be so built up on the floor i'm gonna be so yeah dude nobody will know i'm gonna be so amped up oh yeah we should we're we're gonna plan this to bring some windex for that glass chamber Uh, glass (laughs) 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 we have to plan something dude uh so i so you say you don't have a five-year plan i think you should i think your work speaks for itself i think you have some just like you know like one like an abandoned prison a year you know that's on there and then like Mm -hmm. to finish the book Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah to go to go mirrorless mm-hmm. yes but i think that's uh yeah sure. i think goals are huge man i think that's um definitely definitely huge now that, that now that i think i might live longer i'll i'll set up a yeah goal. Dude, you got that healthy before now. before i was just like mm, man thank god for today yeah because <laughs> the way i felt it make you it made you think different for sure i right. can't imagine i got man. some dab that makes me do that right now jeez <laughs> fucking Christ. I hit it and start thinking about life and oh. i have a panic attack have oh, a, yeah, that's not good. Existential <laughs> yeah. freak out. Have to do that. <laughs> have you ever done a drug? Sorry. It, now we're going to talk about drugs and then we'll wrap the show up. But have you ever done a drug where you've had like a fucking existential fucking freak out? Yeah, LSD. Love sex drugs. I've never done LSD. This is making me stay yeah, away from then, it. Then trying to fall asleep while, you know, I was young. I was like Waking 14. Out. Well, they last like well, 14 like, hours. I was in the neighborhood trips. and I'm like, I, I got to go home. You know, how do I get this stuff to wear off? And my buddies <laughs> from the neighborhood <laughs> no. are like, run around that park right there. That was the worst thing I could have done. <laughs> it got worse. So then I go home and I'm trying to sleep. I, I remember kind of falling out and waking too. And the walls are just kind of <laughs> breathing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah, that was, that was the last time. Dude, thank God for drugs, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I, I honestly, I'm good, man. I don't. I, do you have any? Do you want to? 
Oh, the yeah. Do your thing, dude. Was there ever a moment on this journey where, like, you maybe wanted to throw in the towel, whether it be photography, uh, moving out here, and just life in general, or uh, your conversations with Dennis? Like, was there ever a point where you wanted to throw in the towel, and like, you don't have to talk about I that moment if you don't want no, to? No, because like, photography's been my big thing. You know, in the past, I went through a divorce and a number of different things, and photography photography's always been there you know what i mean right that was my big thing i mean if it wasn't for photography i probably would have thrown towel in a long time ago. right On so life. photography kept you going when yes things got hard. yes yes i almost feel always. like when you're looking through that camera lens we had this conversation a few episodes ago to where like shout out where you almost feel like a different person when you're looking through that lens. So you could be you could be in ukraine with a camera lens or, mm -hmm. you know, a camera and like, you don't feel like you're in that frontline action necessarily. That camera is almost like your protection. Yeah. 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 You're seeing a world that you're not a part of when you're right. looking through the camera. It's like you're detached. It's right. weird. Right. Yeah. But it saved you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Still I think that, to this day, that's a good thing, man. You that's know, and that's thing. why when you ask, what would you tell somebody to do? And I say, do it. I mean it because I mean, there was times in the past I just, just didn't give it. up Yeah, on life. But, you know, if I'm sitting around, I just grab my camera and go shoot. You there's, know what I mean? There's too much beautiful shit out here that can speak to someone that's mm -hmm. maybe going through something similar to what you're going through or something worse or something not quite. And we could bad. all have a camera, but your picture's going to tell a different story than mine. Right. Well, I mean, we could all take a photo of something, yeah. that a light or whatever, and we all gonna, have a different angle. It's all going to be different. Um, have you seen any of those challenges sorry like where they literally it'll be like us four right and then like Brian just holds like the main camera and it's like like they'll say like um, lines or something or like um, like a photo of a random person or whatever and then like those three people are like aren't you five minutes and then like Brian hits the timer and then like you run your separate directions and it's like best shot in that five minutes really? or, or whatever I want to get in on that yeah, we did some something like that in one of my photography classes at Ivy Tech where you get like prompts for like um either challenges like, like lines or capture motion or something like that. Wild. And then it's just the best shot wins. It wasn't really like a competition, but yeah. What's in, wrong with what? your fucking generation, Drew? God damn it. Can't you guys just accept winning and losing? Jesus fucking Christ. I'm over oh, it. We all need participation medals. <sighs> fucking over it, Drew. Still like you a lot. I almost said love you, but I don't know that we're there yet, but we're close. Um, dude, um, I'm uh, pumped. Last minute shout out. Yeah, the last couple minutes goes to you, man. Seriously. Uh, where can where can people find you on your social media? Merch. Your links will, that you sent us will be in the description. But yeah, if you BTK wanna... Photography. I got Instagram, Facebook. That's mainly the only thing I really use. You got any merch out there in the world? I do. Where do they get that at? Uh, uh, sell My Tees, BTK. Okay, and we got some right sick shit on screen here. For, looks like 20 bucks a pop, honestly. And this that's not bad. Yeah, so. And these are all tees? You you can have them made as hoodies. You can have them made whatever you want. Shout out to the pencil. And that's one thing I really like about you. You're always repping your own brand. Yo, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean. Shut up, Brian. You don't dude, matter. I'm fucking repping TDG, dog. I got TDG and BTK in the yeah. house, dude. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Adidas. <laughs> I wear Adidas shoes. I wish they'd pay me, but at least I could control this. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, last minute shout outs. Who's got you to where you're at and who's keeping you going? Who's got me where I'm at? Yeah, man. You know, my big savior and 
uh, my go-to, uh, what would you call him, like guru, guru mm-hmm. Tony Tripp, you know what I mean? Mentor. Uh, yeah, big time, man. The when tripster. it comes to Yeah, when it comes to business, it comes to, I don't care what it is, he could do it. He's a damn You know stud. what I mean? He, he, he's my dude right there. You he's know a stud I mean? for sure. Yeah. He, he knows his way around uh, art and definitely. I mean, even photography. Marketing. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what I mean? There's new decals on the side of my car, the back of my car. He did that last night. Did he yeah. uh, do your tattoos? Yeah, that's my son right there. I, w- I was looking at it and I was like, that, that looks uh, like Tony Tripp. Yeah, so, so uh, you know, I gave him some money and I said, this is what I want, a style. And I said, uh, I wanted some of my work, you know, and I went in and it was a picture that I did of my son with my camera. And he had it drawn out. He's like, well, I got three or four more. I said, no, we're going with that. And that was the start. That was the first one. And then we did other things, you know. The- Let it run, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So, Trip's a fucking beast. Anybody else? Yeah, I mean, there's so many people I work with, but he's my main, main guy. Driver. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, good for you. He now. probably doesn't know that, but he is. He's going to know now. You know what I mean? He's going to know now. Yeah, Make sure I sure. clip this. The man's got a big influence on a lot of people. Yeah. He does. Especially... Yeah in the area right he has a large he's made a large splash he has a large wave of people that are following his influence and i think it's a positive thing man oh yeah for sure he does great art great marketing uh and he's a hard fucking worker yes i don't know anybody that works harder than him right um but yeah man you could have done anything for the last two hours mr billy senior billy uh hashtag btk uh uh, btk photography you could have done anything for the last two hours but you came in and talked to the days grim and this guy who doesn't believe in uh championship trophies so we appreciate you um bless his heart yeah you know (laughs) that's very like words in my mouth bitch. (laughs) go blow for blow dude (laughs) not like that line for line (laughs) Uh, you could have done anything for the last two hours, Billy. Uh, I just greatly appreciate you on the fly coming in here today and telling us a little bit about your journey from from L.A. to the heartland. And and it's been it's been nothing short of a great time, man. So I just want to thank you for your time. Yeah, I appreciate it. Greatly appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Um, as I appreciate you two very much as well. Uh, less Tom, more Drew. Uh, but I tr- I appreciate both of you. Yeah. Um, this has been another thrilling episode of the Days Graham. My name is Brian Michael Day. My name is Thomas Alfred Grimm III. And I'm Drew Head. Keeping it tight. This, this has, has been, been Billy BTK <laughs> Photography. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Yeah. like what you heard today there will be a new episode next tuesday as well as every tuesday at 6 a.m so hit that subscribe button and let your phone do all the work for you